0: You're listening to Dramas Over Flowers. This is an episode of The Long Yak with Saya, Anissa and Porama. Hey Drama Watchers, this is Porama. This month, we decided to try something new with The Long Yak. You're going to get the same content, but in two episodes. This is to make the episode lens a bit more digestible for you and a bit more manageable for us. So the first part will go out this week and the next part in two weeks time. We hope this makes your experience of listening to Dramas Over Flowers even better. Okay, so moving on to thanking our listeners who are the most amazingest ever and our patrons who make the production of these episodes possible. We would love it if you check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash dramas And now on to the long yak.
1: Hello, everyone. This is Saya.
0: This is Anissa. And this is Parma. Welcome to... Uh... A Long Yak! Hi! Hi!
2: <laughs> Hello! So, we're trying something new. We're switching our format just a teeny bit. Um, as Since our Long Yaks are usually so long that it takes us an age to edit them and get them out, we have decided to split up the Long Yak, so it'll still be the exact same thing, except... Um, instead of one episode that's extremely long you'll just get two episodes that are very long um, but same same stuff um, same format we'll just be talking about shows that we're watching new shows we started shows we finished no spoilers those are in the spoil yak. yak um, and you've probably noticed we've been doing little yaks which are more like first impressions and stuff so yeah that's the new format um, and now I'll hand it over to whoever's going next why am I being so formal? I don't know. Who's <laughs> <laughs> <was> going next? <laughs>
0: Go. P. <laughs> oh, was I? Was it me? Right. So I just wanted to find out how you guys were doing. How's the? Is it? Is there still lockdown where you guys are? Like, have have stuff opened up completely? Like, what's the general status?
1: I don't think anybody really understands what's happening here right now. But there are tiers. London is in tier two, which is. The middle tier which is like a level high everything is still going but um i guess it's only so that the government doesn't have to do more bailout packages mm. Mm. yeah but yeah it's it's pretty it's still business as usual more or less here although there are parts of the country that are in uh, a higher tier lockdown I would really like to spend as little time as possible on that part of the, <laughs> the conversation. Yeah. I, I mean, Anissa, you've got elections in two weeks, right? Which uh, you don't want to talk about at that all. That
2: is what is occupying the majority of my headspace right now, I won't lie. Uh, like, we've already voted. A lot of people have been... A lot more people than usual have been doing early voting this year, so hopefully that helps. But yeah, you know, just keep us in your thoughts and prayers. We're just... It's a lot. <laughs> i don't know we'll see what happens um but it, it yeah i mean we're i think we went to like phase two which was not a lockdown but just cert- a lot of restrictions in place and then after that like some people are still being careful some people are just have gone back to normal life and you know it's the second wave i don't know here we never really went past the first wave so it, it is what it is i mean we're we're all doing our best yeah, yeah. dharma yeah
0: yeah <laughs> Um, so, I don't know, it's kind of the same here, uh, there is a major state election coming up and uh, nobody knows what's happening anymore right now, um, the economy's opened up and we are personally trying to be responsible and cautious but um, that is not exactly conducive to economic movement. So the government is in two minds about what to do do we (laughs) at least your government has minds (laughs) surprisingly (laughs) in this case i i have to say that my government has acted um more circumspectly than i (laughs) expected there has been far more open conversation about what to do and how to do it than again than i expected from especially from this government so plenty to complain about but i don't want to get into those things Right now it's just like in my state we have Durga Puja on that's like a Hindu festival that takes up the entire city 11 capital. It's just something that happens citywide. People from the suburbs come in to join and there are these um, sort of bamboo temples that are constructed. Um, there are thousands of them across the city that are constructed by neighborhoods and sort of neighborhood uh, we call them pandals. And they kind of compete with each other There are like, how pretty is it? How big is it? How much tourist is it attracting? There's like a whole fair like atmosphere that happens every year. So we've been really scared that that was going to happen this year, regardless of what the government said, because um, those committees that create these um, sort of, uh, I I don't even know, like temporary temples, they were all like, we have to create it because otherwise it's, uh, you know, artisans would have no work. So they did it, they created it, but of course it's in a far smaller scale and uh, the government has put some, especially our courts have put some restrictions about how many people are allowed to go into these temples at a time and all of that stuff. Fortunately, we were kind of afraid that nobody was going to listen, that there was going to be crowding anyway, but fortunately that hasn't happened. We are like three days into the festival uh, you know, group of days this particular week, and it's actually been pretty quiet um so you know yay <laughs> i mean if people are willingly socially distancing i'm i'm just i'm just glad about that because as sad as it is it, there's that is the best possible thing to do at this point so yeah so that's the update from my side
2: yeah and then before we move on to the dramas that we've been watching i just want to ask like if you're an american you've probably already voted or if you have a plan to vote but like if not like please vote like vote like our lives depend on it because they do um and i'm sure that i'm preaching to the choir because y'all are awesome but i just wanted to put that out there um and you're all you're all in my thoughts and prayers and those are the genuine kind not the not the fake the fake kind kind. yes exactly (laughs)
1: you mean the kind that's a substitute for actually doing things Mm,
2: those yeah not those kind we don't believe in those kind but yes i i we're gonna be okay maybe inshallah (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah let's let's move on to happier things um which is the the happiest thing right now which is 18 again Saya. 18 again
1: Oh, I'm so glad I convinced you both to watch this. Take him
2: yes, this is why I said Saya, because I know she's going to be like, it was all because of me. I told you to watch this. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. No, thank you.
1: Oh, it's just, it's too good. It's so good. It's completely, like, took me by surprise. I had no idea this drama was going to just oh, fill up my entire heart and destroy me. In a really good way. Mm. Like Ida is amazing. I mean, you know, thirty bit seventeen, what was he like? The second rower and he's like almost nobody.
2: Yeah, he was cute, but he wasn't memorable. He was just like one of the kids, yeah.
1: (laughs) And yeah, and then he comes up with this and you're like, Wow. That's all I have to say. I've, like, I'm all written out about it because we've been reviewing it, we-, uh, we haven't been reviewing it weekly. It took me, because I started watching it quite early, but not early enough. And then I conscripted my uh, real life drama um, friend to write with me about it. So we caught up in week three. Um, and Anissa's just caught up and we're in the fifth week of the drama now. So we're finally, like, writing about it together. So We've got some pretty long reviews of, the, of I think the last three weeks.
2: <laughs> and Parma, you're watching and- it too, right?
0: I am watching it. I'm being really slow about it, but it is exactly as awesome as I thought it was going to be. The story, like I remember watching uh, Seventeen again, the Zac Efron movie and the Matthew Perry movie. And loving it so much. I, I had, I have this defunct, uh, blog that I used to run in my early 20s and I had done this movie review. That was one of the reviews I was proudest of because I genuinely, I just felt that movie so hard. It was just, and that was You're link F- that Yeah, you, right? we want to no, read it. No, 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 no. nobody gets to find that. No, no okay. No.
1: You will republish it on on the blog then. I, I do not
0: do not make any give such it to us. <laughs> However, man, this boy—he is. Look, I mean, Zac Efron actually did a really good job. I mean, I, 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 the movie almost unfairly. Um, made that into a Zac Efron movie and gave um, Matthew Perry very little to. Do. I mean, he was a pretty unlikable older version, but 18 again does this thing where both versions are like you, you could see how this kid grew up to be that man, and there's just this connect. I just, I, I, I it just like hearts into a thousand. It's yeah. I, I, this is exactly K drama material. So when I and I learned about the adaptation, I kind of lost my mind. Like while we were recording, because that's when I was reading through Anisa's <laughs> compilations of upcomings, and I was like, "What this is? Wow! <laughs> yeah." So that was. Uh, We've been looking. Justified. We
1: had been looking forward to it. For, we had been looking forward to it for months. though at that point, so it's not like it wasn't um, anticipated. It's so, just that we moderated our expectations just in case.
2: I have a question for you guys though because I haven't watched the original movie. I just love the K-drama version because it's so good, but I'm wondering if you think that the drama is better and why? Absolutely. So, yeah. <laughs> that was my feeling. I, I, but, I think but I why? has
1: got some proper thoughts on this. I mean, I can I, I know her thoughts, so I can say them while she's eating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so- <laughs> Poor P. She's had a long day. We have to let her eat. Yes. Um. So it's been a really long time since I've watched the film, so I don't remember a lot except that I remember I really enjoyed it, which is why I was excited about the remake. Um. But Borama reminded, um, Borama and Sane, who I'm reviewing it with, what we are reviewing it with, um, reminded us that the film sort of it used the, uh, Matthew Perry's character, who was the older. Oh gosh, I can't remember the name of the character in the film, but let's say older young, Um that he was kind of um, done dirty by the film a little because it was such a Zac Efron vehicle. Whereas what this, what 18 Again does, is that it really does such an amazing job bringing together the uh, the DeYoungness of both young Daeung and um, older Daeung in uh, Yoon Seung-yeon's character and in Lee hyuns So, and, like, actually that's one of the things the drama does best, is the transitions. Like, it's always at these really important emotional moments. Like, Lee hyun is replaced by uh, Yoon Seung-yeon, and those moments that mean the most to him happen while he's his actual self. So they, they sew together those characters really, really nicely, especially visually. I mean, the, the, the direction of it is so, <sighs> yeah, how well done they were.
2: Yeah, I think they, I mean, I obviously did not see the original movie, but they do um, an amazing job of making these two people so obviously the same person and it's really and I've noticed this in a lot of like uh, like a younger character who's playing a version of an older character where the older actor is the more famous one or the more established one where it's always usually the um, the younger character often that takes on the distinct mannerisms of the older actor. And I'm wondering if that's a function of their fame or a function of the fact that they're like more skilled and so they're able to have like distinct character traits that. Uh, you know, the younger actor just sort of like absorbs into their performance or if it's because usually the younger, although that's not the case in this set, in this situation, the younger role is usually like smaller and it's like constrained to less screen time. Whereas here, the younger role is, you know, obviously a lot more screen time, but he's playing the older character. So obviously he has to have those mannerisms but like he does such an amazing job like Ido Hyun does such an amazing job of being like
0: sang basically yeah exactly
2: oh that scene I don't oh maybe it's a spoiler there's one scene that like so. well That's I think it's an episode six I think, yeah but so. Borma hasn't gotten there yet but there is there is think... a, an Asuka oh. reference so <laughs> look out for that
0: <laughs> um haven't you watched up to 6p no, I started six and then couldn't finish, so I'm oh, kind of stuck okay. right there. <laughs> well, you recognize—I'm pretty
1: sure you recognize it. It's a—it's very iconic. The music will tell you everything.
2: I think it's a very—it has a lot of emotions to it, which you know is the strength of K drama. But they do such a good job of like fully leaning into all the emotions that all these characters are having, but they never go over. Or like, you know, like they don't ever fall into like the mellow drama. It's always still very sort of measured, but it's also very moving. It's very meaningful. It's very funny. Um, The chemistry between literally everyone in the cast is amazing. Like usually we talk about the chemistry of the lead, you know, and it's not even so much about the romance. I don't really feel like that's the main focus of the drama, even though obviously there is a love story. But the love story of, like, basically, like, Young and everyone in his life <laughs> that he's having to renegotiate his relationships with in this new stage of his life where he's, like, com- basically in his own eyes, he's completely failed at everything that mattered. Um, and then he gets put into this body of an 18-year-old and he has to, like, basically do a reset is... Is so beautiful to watch, um, but it's also really it's painful. And like, at, it was like around episode eight where like all those building, like all those feelings that I was kind of feeling in a low key way that just built up, and then I was just like sobbing. <laughs> um, so you have that Don't to look forward say. to, Forma. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just so good. Uh, Kim Hano as Da is incredible. What an amazing character! I, I love her. She's so great. Um, the kids the kids are so cute i love the kids um i've discovered baby Ijunki. um <laughs> i'm going to watch everything he's ever in from now on that's jasung the the bully is the, he, he, the he is the bully at the beginning um yeah I'll, also i appreciated that um they have included some like deaf characters without being like oh look a deaf character let's pause you know like they're just humans so i liked that and then the way it
1: came back around as well for that that moment
2: yeah um and that's it i i think my only i don't know if this is a spoiler but my only um i only have one complaint and i feel like the fake outs are getting a little much now uh, yeah 10. i agree um <laughs> So that's But is, it's episode oh.
1: twelve next week, so it's it's gonna be over soon. Don't worry. The fake yeah. outs will end. I know, but it's starting to, to remind me of
2: thirty but seventeen with all the fake outs, so I'm I'm kind of like at the end of my patience with that. But other than that, I love everything. I love everything.
1: You know, the I think again one of the great merits of this drama, which has gotten very big with its drama. I mean we had uh in actually I can't spoil that. So, you know, big drama things have happened and Yet they sort of, they get through them very quickly. It's quite a proficient um, tackling of these storylines, which in another drama could be dragged over, you know, a, a couple of weeks. Um, and in this, you're like, you know, two one or two episodes done and dusted, that's over. And then you can move on. Like, each of, each of those big dramas, ha- they're, they're like sort of plus-size plot devices, I guess. <laughs> they're just... They're doing a thing and when they achieve the thing you get rid of them you don't need to dwell on them or let them take up more space than they need to take because that's not the point the point of this drama is the emotions and it's also like it's it's not a tragic drama so you don't need to worry tr- too much about whether it's going to um you know go too far to the mellow because you can always tell when a story wants to sort of lean into its matter, and this one doesn't it's it's just very sort of joyful and non-tragic even if it makes you feel incredibly sad at times
2: mm. yeah I think that's a great place to end our discussion of this drama
1: though I do one day wish to see We Jun in an actual lead role because <laughs> Yeah. He's always a second lead and never a lead.
2: And he's so good. He's so good. He's so ador he has such an adorable smile. Like he just has this like boyish, adorable um vibe that's really
1: I think he's always like in the few the two or three dramas that I've seen him in, he's always been kind of a Noonakiller type of character, which works so well for him.
0: So apparently about- he's yeah, he uh, when going the weather to be- is fine as well, right? uh is he i don't remember him but it, apparently he's going to have the main role in uh 2020s game sarah sarah i think that's an adaptation
1: oh re- oh really I yeah, yeah. oh but
2: that's the... a that's a remake that i don't want hmm. oh <laughs> the original right. was remake, not so adaptation, I, yeah i didn't <laughs> that I, was eric in the original wasn't that it? no nothing will ever take the place of that drama in my heart sorry <laughs> Lee are
1: you not gonna watch it again uh, uh watch it then
2: Oh, I I I don't I don't I wasn't planning to, but I don't know. Maybe if I hear a lot of good things from other people, I also just feel like um, there's there no a- way that a drama in 2020 is going to go that dark in a way that doesn't end up being really messed up.
0: Because but I might be
2: wrong. But that- I feel like the original one was able to go dark in a really interesting and uncomfortable way without actually like turning me off and maybe that's also just like how i've changed as a drama viewer maybe i wouldn't feel the same way um but it also had like a brave it did a lot of brave things and it ended in a way that was brave and that i actually was like at the time i did not love it but i think like it was really the only way it could have ended and it was perfect and i just don't think that a drama now would make those kind of bold choices but i might be wrong
1: I just for reference, that drama was from
2: 2007. Yeah, that's K-Sara Sara with Eric and Jung Yumi. So, but we'll see. Can never say anything absolute. Shall we
1: move on to the next one? Which yes. is
2: a uh, disappointing mm-hmm. after its great start.
1: <laughs> no prizes for guessing. So we, I think we've all sort of. Dropped or at least reduced our commitment, emotional commitment to Record of Youth. Yeah. One way or another. And you see, you dropped it at episode nine,
2: right? Yeah, I got like half an hour into episode nine. I was watching with my mom and we were both like either falling asleep or bored out of our minds. And I was like, do we really want to watch like eight more hours of this or however many? It's not even, it's more than that because it's more than an hour. But yeah, I we were just like, no, this isn't, we don't care anymore. <laughs> I've been urging
1: you for two weeks at that point to stop watching record of Youth and start watching 18 again.
2: <laughs> Literally, I just wanted to read you guys' reviews.
1: And so I was like, I have
2: to I have to watch it. But then I was like, I don't have to watch it. I just read their blog posts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then you spoiled yourself. It's your own fault. I want you. <laughs> it's fine. I haven't dropped it exactly. I've just I've become mentally exhausted with it, and I feel like that it's doing, it's dragging things out on purpose. It's sort of playing with you in a way that I'm just like I don't have the patience for as a viewer. I feel like the show is disrespecting me. Mm. (laughs) Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, there was like the elements that we enjoyed so much in the beginning, which you know, like if you listen to our little yak. <clears throat> we were we were really enjoying you know the um the feeling of authenticity in a lot of the family relationships the way that a lot of the characters seemed like real people that we had encountered um in life and i feel like as the drama went on it started feeling more and more like artificial and um like staged and kind of uh, i don't know how to explain it but like there was a lot of pretty prettiness on the screen and a lot of like fancy words and a lot of banter and um but it ended up being like not the good kind of banter but the banter that you (laughs) don't like Saya which we discussed (laughs) earlier so like it was unfortunate because like I think even by the time I dropped it there were there were things that I was really enjoying but there the things that the drama was focusing on more I was just not interested in like the romance wasn't really working for me um then there was that whole storyline with, like, the designer who commits suicide. I was just like, what? And then, like, um, the family stuff was really good, but it wasn't getting the same focus. Instead, we were, like, focusing way too much on, like, Heihyo, the rich best friend. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even want to say too much because I didn't finish watching it, So, mm-hmm. but I, I just lost interest.
1: I feel like, and I, I think I said this in, in the last review, that the... The drama is really it's staged like a theatrical plane rather than a drama. So there's like a layer of unreality over its attempted reality, which makes it kind of weird watching as a drama. Like I can see, I can see this being a great sort of two or three hour show to go and watch on the stage, but when it as a drama, which really relies on its emotional centre, when that sort of artificiality takes over, then it's difficult to continue enjoying it, especially when you do feel like you're being manipulated. Especially, like, some of these cliffhangers have been, I mean, I think really all of the cliffhangers have been really misleading, and I don't like being misled. Um, Yeah, we're, we're here, we are trope-savvy, we know what can happen in a drama, and sometimes you're like, I actually want you to take that road of doing the really dubious thing because that would make it more interesting than being constantly sort of having a bait-and-switch thing going. And and Boromir, you're like, I think, you're sticking to it. Thank you for your service. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. what we're missing.
0: <laughs> uh, you're not missing much. You dropped out at the right moment. I think, listen, we... <sighs> We really wanted to like this drama. Like, we made excuses for it even when we started thinking that it was taking the whole glossiness of its um, characters and their interactions a tad too far. Um, We kept waiting for the emotional core to um, kind of reveal itself. And it... I mean, the, the... as far as I'm concerned, it's the families that have all of the emotional pull in this drama, and it's the families that I'm watching this story for. The main lead, despite it being Pak Bokam, who's like the like like he's the he's Park Bokam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no extra words needed. Yeah. I I just I'm not watching it for him or Pak Sudam anymore. Um I'm just watching it for um oh Hey Jones family, for um, Heyho's family, uh, even for Jino's family, it's like how his mom, he, he she's just, she's just golden that woman. Um, and, she really is. <laughs> and I, I am I'm far more interested in seeing where, let's say, Heyjoon's older brother ends up. Like what happens with him? That I am with Heyjoon anymore because you know I was wondering wh- why is it that these characters became just so. Uninteresting to me at one point, and part of it was what we covered last week in our uh, review of eleven and twelve. Saya is that we never saw the relationship; we just saw the flirting, and then apparently almost a year passed, and we just we are seeing the many ways the relationship can break up. Um,
1: And things keep happening off screen; it keeps happening to see on screen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's really a weird choice to make. When you're like, well, those are the important things. If you don't give us that, how are we meant to root for them? If you don't tell us how we got from here to here, yeah, that, that middle space is really important.
0: It is. Yeah. And the other irritating thing is that the issues that's cropping up with them are issues that crop up over time when certain things keep happening in a relationship and you don't resolve them. We never saw them keep happening. We just see them being happy together and suddenly we see Junga... Walking away after he gets an award because he's with his family and not answering his phones. I'm um, phone, it, it's you don't see the connection between and like, what was that about? I I, I don't what know. Was that about? And apparently, it's like... I
1: still don't know.
2: It's like weirdly slow and weirdly fast at the same time, like nothing yeah. much actually happens in the drama, but then also at the same time, like you said time passes and all this stuff has changed and you're just like, wait, where are we now? Like, what happened? Uh, you know, like, we thought there was going to be a time skip, but I don't really know if there was a time skip. It was just, like, I mean, suddenly... We're in 2020
1: by episode tw- uh, 12, right? Yeah. Or 10. Episode 9.
2: But even 9, that 10, is, like, the way, like, the sense of
1: time... I but we have as... no idea how we got there. Yeah. yeah. Time just kind of passed off screen. All we know is that You know, Jonga turned away from Hijin at the awards and went off with Heo. And then it's 2020, and he's an established star, and Heo is in his shadow, and Jonga is running a failing business and harboring, you know, hidden pain in her heart, which she won't tell Hijin even though he's like right there and asking, and oh, it's really annoying.
0: Right, it's very frustrating towards these two together and that is not what you expected when you saw their initial chemistry. You kind of hope that... Yeah, because it's...
1: Sorry. No, no yeah. it's,
0: it's just that you kind of hope that we, like because they connected so quickly, you hope that it meant that they could go deeper and have proper conversations beyond the banter. But uh, yeah, we kind of just... Yeah, re- like
2: the initial friend chemistry was so strong but then there was nothing after that.
1: Right, because it's not the character that they sold you. Like they sold you a very specific type of character. You're told John is like this, him is like this, He is like that. And and then they go and act in ways that are uh inconsistent and contrary to the character that you are meant to expect, but not in a way that makes sense. Like for example, if you just to compare to Temperature of Love, which and people um made the same criticism about So character there, except like In my reading, it actually worked for her to be inconsistent, because that was part of her character. It was actually her flaw. It was one of those things which was integral to her character. Whereas here, you're just like, I don't understand why you're doing things. But if you had given me a little bit more, um, sort of, uh, insight there, I could. Like, you can do the same actions, but if you had given us some more insight into why and how then it would make sense. But instead, you've just got the drama which is made of, you know, people not having a conversation, but also not in a self-aware kind of way. Because sometimes that can be the drama in a way that works. But, yeah, it's just... It's got all of these elements and it's like it doesn't know how to use them.
2: Yeah. I also want to... Go ahead, Okay. I also want to bring up the fact that, like, we talk a lot about Bogumi and we love him. Um, but I, I also just want to point out that, like, Park Sodom is so wasted in this. Like, she's so talented. She's so yeah. good. I saw somebody on Twitter, and I can't remember who it is. I'm sorry. But they were saying, like, great cameo. <laughs> 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 and I was, like, harsh but kind of true. Like, what is she even given to do? Like, how much do we even connect to her? It's, like, the it's basically the Hajun show up in here. Um, oh and I'm God. sad for her because... She is such a talented actress, and they give her like almost no interior life, at least up to the point that I saw. like You don't know she's her. She's a cypher. You know? she's, yeah. She talks a lot,
1: but she's a cypher.
0: Yeah, I think and it's also, a shame. And like, also, I,
1: I even don't think it's succeeding as the Hidgin show, because if it were doing that right, everything else, I would I would kind of be okay with that, because I I was invested in Hidgin and his story and his outcomes, but it even sort of went sideways on that. So I'm like, I don't this drama doesn't know what it is anymore that's how I feel about it. Mm.
0: So that's the second thing that I realized that, that was making me go off this drama the fact that neither Haejo nor Janga actually have arcs. Um on the one hand we can say hey it's slice of life this is you know slices of like you know different glimpses at different periods of their life. That's okay. But the drama needs, like, something that connects its beginning and its ending. There is something that needs to... There's some growth that needs to happen in some way. And the problem with Hajun is that he's been perfect from day one. His The issues around him were always external. His family didn't support him. His agent was awful. The world didn't appreciate him. From But the moment the world started appreciating him, his family became super supportive. He got a good agent all his external issues are solved. Like he had an inferiority complex, when, not even an inferiority complex because he's too good a person to have an inferiority complex when compared to he um, Heyho. Uh, hey but now he has an inferiority complex. To basically every issue that his character had has been resolved. And he has remained the same. It's actually even something that the story keeps emphasizing how he has remained good and steady and humble and the same guy since he was like 16 years old and telling his mom to go and work at his friend's, uh, you know, uh, for his friend's mom because because she wants to do it and he wants to be supportive. Basically, he's been an angel since day one, and he will probably remain an angel at the end of the show. Everybody else gets to have like. Arcs of evil, I suppose. Like, even the, the Minje Nuna is just being uh, not the greatest in certain moments, especially when it comes to the way she's treating Jangha, which is just annoying me. And what is Zhang's arc? What what is it? initially? I thought what's it was anybody's.
1: Arc. Yeah. Nobody has an arc. Yeah.
0: Doha and does. Doha is the problem with Doha the, 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 the
1: does Oh, really? That's actually really great to hear. <laughs> but I don't know if it's.
2: But I actually really enjoyed Doha's, Doha's in scene, in even though I hated him in the beginning. He actually turned out to be a very interesting <laughs> character. Um, I mean,
1: he's he's done the higun thing, as in he's he's a minor character in a drama. Yeah. But he's sort of outshone everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish him much success in his future career.
0: Yeah, so do I. But when I say he has an arc, I mean, like, in my head, that's an arc. Like, he was a top star. He was, like, super proud of himself, didn't seem to realize that he was going downhill. Then this evil agent who's, you know, kind of, like, um, patronizing him constantly, condescending to him, explains the facts of life to him. And then he's like, ah, well, okay, fine, I'll go along with whatever you say because I don't want to go downhill that all of that—that's an arc. I don't see it for Haejun. <laughs> Where is it for the start of the show? All I can see for Haejun is—he requires a halo now. I mean, dude's already a card-carrying angel. I just. Uh... Yeah. Before we move on from Doha, I just want
2: to shout out the actor who's playing him is Kim Ganu.
0: Yeah. Well um, done. So hopefully, yeah, we'll see him in something else
2: like later. <laughs> <do>. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So you got a little
1: rope and you made the best of
2: it. Yeah, he was in um catch the ghost. Oh, and live. No wonder he looked familiar. Oh,
1: okay. in catch. Yeah, and also Fight My Way. Okay. Ah, so we've seen him before. They- oh, he was the gangster. Was he the gangster? Let me just check. Because I watched Catch
2: uh, okay. And he was yeah, he
1: watched Catch I didn't oh, see Catch the Ghost. Was
0: he the was he the, awkward the suitor in, in in Fight My Way? Oh, I don't remember that. You know, I'm the one to... with the shoes. Uh, why am I so bad at oh, names? It's been too long since
2: I've watched <laughs> that drama. There's no, no possibility. The one I'm with the shoes was
0: Chewushik. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah the okay. creep with the shoes. That was Chewushik.
0: But... Oh, yeah, that is
1: who
2: he is. Oh. Yeah, so we we'll know see. him. So hopefully he'll get some <laughs> bigger roles. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay.
2: okay i think so, we've said what we were going to say about that show right
0: pretty much i'm going to stick Let's with it on. for you know There's just like one more week it's left two episodes left right? yeah um so uh, guys we're still doing the reviews if you want to read our misery on the blog please <laughs> visit dramas dot net.
1: sorry especially Burma because uh, uh i'm sorry
0: yeah, yeah she's taking <laughs> it on until the
2: end thank you Borma. <laughs>
1: On to cheerier things though. You'll yes. be you
2: too. Yes. Okay, so um this <laughs> drama
1: <laughs>
2: Exactly. Dodo <I'm sorry. laughs> so, so we, we can't say is... <laughs> the name
0: without singing it. It's just uh... I feel like we have to just sing it now. This, <laughs> is, yeah. what
2: we're, this together, is what we're doing on now. Three. <laughs> really? I'll do
0: it. Why not?
2: Let's do it. Alright. <laughs> One, two, three. We're so out of sync, guys.
0: Why are you guys so slow? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, anyway. like, we're doing like one of those funeral marches.
2: Well, do, it's a good thing that do, we didn't decide so, to start an acapella group together. Uh, this is not pitch perfect. Okay, so... This drama. So as you can tell, those are the notes from Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. And the it's like a very important song for the heroine, um, Gurara, who is played by Goada. And the the male lead is EJ Wook, which was like the 95% of the reason that I was excited to watch this show, because, um, yes, we stand him. He is amazing. He has like this quality. He kind of reminds me of Shin Hye-san, actually, where he just can do... Anything and have chemistry with anyone, um. And I'm always just stunned at like, like the electricity coming out of his eyes. Like I'm, I'm like, like, do you have like another power source, like an internal power source? I don't know, but he's amazing. Um, and he's only twenty-two. Wow. So that's young. Yeah, he's super young. Um. So this is like a super. It's not, and I wrote like. A really long, what episodes one to four, first impressions thing on the blog. I, mean, I told these two. I was like, I'm just gonna write something quick. i like, I'm liking <laughs> this, um, and it ended up being like two thousand words. So I was like, sorry guys, I had a lot of feelings, but I think it's just it's an a very excellent
0: review. Please go read it, guys. I, it's oh. it's got it covers so many um, sides of how and I, was when I was feeling. It's not spoiler. It's not spoilery. <laughs> she managed to spoilery. do a, an excellent review without spoiling it. Yeah. And it
1: involves Doug's code.
2: Mimi. (laughs) Mimi is amazing. So Mimi is Mimi is um Rada's dog. And it's basically I mean, all of this is kind of in the premise that we already talked about, so I don't really think it's a spoiler. Um she kinda loses everything at the beginning, um, and including her family. So then she's just basically on her own with her dog Mimi who is a fluff ball of epic proportions um, with, with like the clothes. best outfits. Yeah. Oh my God. Like her, the dog's her outfits. Better than mine. <laughs> yes. Best wardrobe in the entire program. And she has like facial expressions. It's amazing. Oh. <laughs> I was watching it with my family and like every time we would get to a scene with the dog and my sister was like studying for his exams but I was like I would like pause it go back and call her and then she would have like a few seconds of like joy and then she would go back to her studies (laughs) Um, but it's it's very much so I had forgotten that this is the writer of Shopping King Louis but it's very much in the vein of Shopping King Louis where you have this like very rich very uh, sort of sheltered clueless uh protagonist that in that one it was louis who was played by songgook um and who just like loses everything and has to make it on their own or like is suddenly cut off from their source of income right and then like they have to learn how to be like one of the normies quote unquote so it's it's that except obviously it's a heroine in this case and what I do like about this one is that even though she's, like, super sheltered and naive and she has, like, no concept of money, so she just constantly borrows money from Ijo's uh, character, whose name is, um, uh, uh, Jun?
0: Sun, uh, w- Sanu Jun. Sanu Jun. Sanu is the last name. Yeah.
2: Right. Um, it's one of those rare two-syllable last yeah. names. So, like, she just constantly borrows money from him, even though he's poor and he's, like, literally working, like, 10 part-time jobs. Or, and he's taking I- I don't on know more how
0: jobs so he can lend her money.
2: <laughs> right. Um. He's completely devoted to her, even though he's, like, grumpy and he's like, oh, you're such an annoying, like, burden, blah, 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 whatever. And then he, like, goes off and, like, builds her stuff, just casually, like, builds her a room overnight, whatever. Um. But he, like, she has, so she has that, like, annoying kind of selfish like oblivious quality to her. But um, Gora is doing a really good job of playing it in a really charming way. And also because she has this element of um, having played the piano since a young age where like her dad really wanted her to play the piano. It wasn't really something she wanted to do and she wasn't actually talented, but she did it for him. And so like she has this element of her character of like trying really hard and succeeding at something that you're not actually good at but becoming good at it just through like practice and devotion and time and dedication. And so there's that element of her even like being like, I'm done with piano. And then like after all this stuff happens to her, she's like, oh, actually maybe I miss the piano. Maybe I actually love the piano. Maybe the piano has meaning for me. Mm -hmm. And so because she has that element of like discipline and sort of struggle, even though it's like in a very small way compared to how privileged she's been, it gives her an interesting element that wasn't present in Shopping King Louis yeah. So I do like that aspect. There's also like this very, this like fun uh, community of people in this really beautiful seaside town that they both end up in, which um, is just like very picturesque. Ye is playing this beauty shop uh, owner who's like hilarious. And then there's her <laughs> teenage daughter um, who has um, decided that Jude is going to be her future husband and like nobody else has the right to say anything about that. Um, she's kind of bratty, but, like, she's an actual teenager, so it's not, like, annoying or anything. Um,
0: As I found the fact that it's... all actual teenagers are annoying, so, you know. Yeah, I mean, she's, <laughs> <it's just>, like,
2: <laughs> exactly. Um, her relationship with her mom is cute, and she's also, like, uh, she hates Rara, or she says that she hates her because she's, like, so pretty and she's jealous, Um mm. But she actually just, like, loves her. Like, she's just, like, slowly falling for her charm. And, you know, no, it's, it's I, nice.
0: One of the moments that I really liked about this drama is the first moment when this teenager comes into her mom's parlor and sees Rara. And Rara is getting a haircut. So she does this head turn. And she's all, like, there's a halo behind her. She gets, like, a full romantic introduction. And this girl is just staring at this, you know, this this yeah. who's sitting in her mom's parlor. And she's, like, she's, like, the most gorgeous goddess ever. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's that like the strange. moment where the
2: the the romantic leads see each other for the first time and they're like, oh, my God. And then like the guy falls in love, but ex- except it's like with the two of them. And it's just like, oh, no, <laughs> she's so beautiful. What am I going to do? But it, that music, um, I think it's from a saga or it I know it's from like another that. drama, but I can't remember. Oh, my God. If anybody knows, please like email us because I'm dying to I cannot remember what I'm sure you would know, Saya. I, I think you would probably recognize that music um, yeah, no
0: you know what it, i i, it I, I know totally what worked. sorry sorry go, go. One, that's it. Yeah, i did you know now that you said it's from a songbook, i know it's so familiar i just wait can we like pause and i'll go back and listen i know <laughs> i know that
2: song because the same song happened like they play that song again when yejiwon sees um Doctor Cha for the first time, who's the second lead, the yeah. doctor who's yeah. creepily following oh, around. Is it like that Michele,
1: the the Michele theme from um, that drama, the Big Sogok whose name I can't remember right now, but it's using in Sanduk. a lot of dramas. Oh, maybe yes.
2: I haven't actually watched Queen Sundo, so I don't. I know haven't, if that's but the we've music. seen that. But theme I feel like it's
1: so much iconic in so theme. Many dramas, yeah, yes. Exactly. Well, if
2: you go and watch it and see Saya, let us know as well.
1: Okay, give me a timestamp and I'll check it out.
2: <laughs> All right, um, But yeah, I, I think the only um, two things, two reservations that I have and also, I'm sorry Borom, I'm just like taking this over so <laughs> no, please break okay. in at any point if you have something to say so I have two reservations, one of them is that like I really dislike um, Chan suk the doctor mm, yeah. uh, who plays the second lead, who's basically like lying about everything like he knows like he knows her, he went to her uh, failed wedding Sorry, but that happens like really early on in episode one. So he like he knows her like ex fiance's family. He's like good friends with her ex fiance. He but like he's hiding all this stuff from her, and he just like pretends that he's her doctor and he's like looking out for her. But then like he lies about a lot of little things. And then when she says I don't feel comfortable around you, he's like Let's just have dinner lots of times until you feel comfortable with me. And I'm like, uh, no. I think no. it works that way. No, it doesn't
0: work that way. <laughs> no, so. It doesn't.
2: He feels like one of those pushy second leads who are pretending to be nice guys from like older dramas. Um mm-hmm. and there's a lot of throwbacky type stuff in this like I mentioned this in my review too where like you know it's that like the heroine loses everything and she has to start over from scratch and then like there's a dude that helps her and she has a suitcase full of amazing beautiful things that would never fit <laughs> in that suitcase. You know like all these little all these little like throwback things I actually enjoy. Um but that one is one I could have done without. Yeah. Um, and my second reservation is the twist, or whatever, the revelation that we find out at the ep- end of episode five, which I'm not going to spoil. No, no don't, don't, don't,
0: yeah. But if you
2: know, if you have seen that, you know what I mean, and I need to watch more to figure out how I feel about that. But I'm, like, unsure what to think right now. Yeah. So,
0: So yeah, we will get back to it maybe, you know, in next month's yak, which is going yes. to be one more yak after this. I think
1: that wraps up this yak, doesn't it?
0: I think it does. It sure (laughs) does.
1: So thanks for tuning in for our new shortened long yak, which hopefully is much more manageable than our incredibly long, impossibly extended, overly delayed yak. (laughs) So, as always, uh, you can find us on the internet in various places, and you can follow each of us individually on Twitter at,
2: uh, for me, not now, Saiya. And I'm at Anisa Khalifa underscore.
0: And I am Poroma at Festa Foster.
1: And you can follow
2: the podcast on Twitter
1: at Dramas Overflow. And you can
2: find the podcast on Instagram at Dramas Overflowers underscore.
0: And you can find our website where we write out our thoughts when we are not yakking on here. And that's at dramasoverflowers.net. We're also on Facebook, so please look us up there. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you soon, guys. Bye. Bye, everyone.
2: Bye.